Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, it's the Soul Sisters podcast. And it's my birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday, Jesse. Thank Woo! you, Dara. <laughs> It's a good yeah, morning. It is. What a lovely way to start my birthday. Here with you in our studio. With some cake. With some cake with that some, you brought me and some booze some that you brought booze me. for it's the day. I am, guys. you got to seize the day when it's your birthday. Hell yeah. Yeah. When it's not your birthday. Always seize the day. Always. But especially seize it with booze and cake mm-hmm. when it's your birthday. Yeah. How are you feeling today? You look I feel, wonderful. I feel really good. Thank you. I feel a little sweaty. <laughs> I wore too many layers into the office today because it's, it feels a little. It feels like fall today. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird, um, but but still sweaty summer a little bit. Uh, but other than that, I feel really good. I it's like kind of a milestone ish birthday. Thirty five. I'm sure. putting it out there into the universe. I'm thirty five years old. Um, I'm proud. My friend Andy reminded me that I'm now eligible to be president of the United States. At 35. Okay. There are probably other know. things about me that make me ineligible, but by age alone. Uh, are you gonna, is that it. on the agenda? <laughs> that Yeah, I was telling you earlier that I had a five-year plan for myself when I turned 30. Maybe that should be on my five-year plan for 35. Jesse for president. I like it. Yeah, think about it. J-Cats for president. J-Cats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh yeah. No, so. yeah, you got to tell me. You're saying it feels it feels like 30. Like passing that hump of 30 felt better than like 29. Yes. Right. Like and that's 29 was stressful cuz it was like, "Oh my god, 30s coming." And then when I hit 30, I was like, "Oh no, like I'm ready for this. Right. I feel like I've earned all my 30 years and now when I want to speak with authority mm-hmm. about something or if I want to go after something in my life, I feel confidence to do that because I'm 30. Right. We've learned, we've done, yes. and now... Yeah. And so now I've been exercising that for the past five years, so now oh, I thought 30... you were going to say exercising. Jeez. No. <laughs> that will go on this five-year <laughs> plan, for sure, because it has not been on any previous year's plan. Um, no, but I think then 35 is like, I don't know, maybe it's just more of that, feeling like I've been trying to learn how to move in the world with authority, and I'm getting better at it, and just, I don't know, continuing on. With that, I guess, like making yes. my own space and feeling good in it. Something All like right. That. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> we'll see. It's a good feeling for your birthday. I'll keep you guys posted on how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, it is a good feeling. Is there a new five-year plan? Do you always have a five-year plan at every no, I five think that years? No, that was my way of combating my anxiety about turning 30. Okay. It was like, it's okay because I have a plan. Right. 
So I'm like, I'm going to do all these amazing things in the next five years. And in besides five just years, getting closer to mortality. <laughs> <laughs> right. Moving back to New York was a big one. Yeah, so. that was huge. No, I mean, just the past year alone, I moved back to New York. I've had lots of changes in my personal life. We and started, we, we met. We met? We met. I can't believe this is our second year yeah. together. Crazy. Aww, it is. Wait, second or third? Well, I was 33 when we met. You spent my birthday with me last year. Yeah. Um, we're about to undergo our second second our second anniversary premiere of transparent together yeah. <laughs> that's how we measure our time right yeah <laughs> anyway uh, in other news this week mm-hmm. the vmas happened yeah i'm slowly making my way through i dvr you're on that dvr life because because hello it was the same night as game of thrones Oh, right. So I finished Game of Thrones and I get on Twitter and I was like, holy shit. Oh, the VMAs are also happening. How are people talking about anything yeah, I'm other a little, than Game of Thrones right now? I'm a little behind on Game of Thrones. Um, Jesus. By that I mean like a season and a half. No, I guess two full seasons now. So Okay. So you're just not in right now. I'm not in. Okay. So I was all VMAs focused. Okay. And so, so the big so moment of the night for me. Got it. Yeah. Was Fifth Harmony's performance. Okay. Namely, haven't made it there yet. At the very top of their performance, because you know Camila left the group last yes. year. It was a big scandal to Fifth Harmony fans, um, and so now the girls, the four remaining girls, are constantly having to answer the question: How is it without Camila? Do you talk to Camila? Are you guys still friends? Do you hate each other? They handle it very diplomatically on the red carpet. For the VMAs, they were asked again by Charlemagne, like, if you guys win Best Choreography, who are you going to give the fifth statue to? And they were like, oh, we'd give it to our choreographer. You know, like, okay. And I'm like, can we all just move on in life? But then they go to perform two of their new songs. And at the top of their performance, it's like they're all standing up on this thing. And there's the four girls in Fifth Harmony. And then there's a fifth person standing with them. What? And right before they start singing, the fifth person falls backwards off the ledge. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go into their performance. It was subtle enough that if you weren't paying attention, you would totally miss it, which I did. I totally missed it the first time. And then everyone was texting and messaging, oh, my God, that was the shadiest thing that's ever happened. I was like, what? And they were like, there were five silhouettes up on that stage, and the fifth just flew off the fucking back. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I can't. So, what do you think the vibe was of that? Was it like snarky, just funny? Like, are they bitter? Um, <sighs> like, how are you supposed to take? Oh, it's funny. It sounds funny. I think that <laughs> it's. Uh, I guess it's like addressing it without having to speak about it. But now I feel like they're gonna have it's to like passive aggressive. Yeah, but now they're gonna the be asked about it, right? Like they're coming into our office today. I'm dying to ask them about well, it. Well, of course. I mean. So if you don't want people to talk to you about it, and you do that, well, maybe it's maybe it's something to talk about. Yeah, yeah, but they have a new album out. And I would think right. they would rather just. Anyway, it was That's it was funny. great. It was great. There was some stuff. Yeah, it was a packed show. Yeah, the new Weirdness. Taylor video. The new Taylor video. We could get into a whole thing about yeah. that. Yeah, um, I'm not going to. I'm going to refrain. Okay. The one thing that I I was sort of up to in this, it's so long. I don't know how anyone watches it without speeding through commercials. Anyway. Yeah. But I was so excited to see Julia Michaels, who I had never known about, really. And that was pretty messed up. Just interrupting her and like. Yeah. Did they interrupt any other performance? They did. Is my question. They did. Okay. So they had, I mean, it was clearly um, part of the plan 
because as she starts performing, it says on screen, like, to watch her full performance, go to MTV.com or something. Okay, so this was not just It's a meant to be a segue into a commercial break. They didn't have time for full performances from everybody. Right. I agree. I think maybe better to not do it at all. Yeah, only but, because so far I haven't seen that happen to anyone else, and, and it I think it, it did. the wrong way because I... It wasn't just her. Okay. Yeah. But I know. Because I'm more interested in seeing that than, you know, and it's hard. Everyone wants to see something different, but for totally. me, that was... Yeah. Disappointing. I feel you. Um, yeah, there was a lot. Fun. What else? I feel like there's something else. Oh, I mean, this is totally random, but like Paris Jackson presented yeah, and was, got really political, which I thought was cool. And right. I feel Do you like think I've that was never... off script? Off book? No, I don't no. think so. Yeah. But I feel like I've never seen her speak. Um, she's also like beautiful. Who is that? I don't even know who that Michael is. Jackson's daughter. Oh, shit. She <laughs> looks... She's old. Yeah. Crazy. I also like have so many questions. Like, is she... Um, genetically related to the Jackson family, you think? Like, I, what there's so much. Well, we don't really know exactly how those children were conceived, do we? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I would hope just because she's so way. like strikingly beautiful. Right. Well, they're but, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mean like the Jackson family? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just looks just sort of a different look. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't I mean, just like a multi-ethnic, and she just was so cool, and I thought it was so awesome that she was she so delivered overtly that, political. She delivered that well. And like I, she said I'm Nazis. just pretty skeptical. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm skeptical of how that all works, but I do have to imagine, like, that script was like, you know, you're going to deliver this. How do you feel about it, and how can you do it? Like, someone yeah. was going to say those words. That's that's my like skepticism when I watch these things is like that's not her choice, but she did deliver it with such passion. Oh, I one thousand percent think it was her choice. But what do you mean? Does she have a choice of? Does she look through scripts and say, "I want that one"? I think that people work with the presenters on what they're going to say. Yeah, I don't that, think they said Paris. We're going to have you give a political moment in the show. Okay, I don't think so. Well, there. I mean, there were other political moments too. Like right. it wasn't just her. Well, I, I I like that. I like the idea that it was from her like gut because it yeah, felt that way. Totally. Um, it was yeah. very cool. Especially, I mean, I mean, someone needed to say that. Yeah, like Katy know? Perry was very kind of jokey, referential to politics and everything that's happening. Which in the most like surface kind yeah, of. Yeah, it it didn't quite do the trick no. for me. Mm-mm. Um, and then you have people like. So all I will say about Taylor Swift is the world is still waiting for her to say anything, anything any about mm-hmm. what is happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Because all she has done on her huge, vast platform that right. could reach billions of people is to wear an I Voted sticker. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird. And for that first single to, to be, be all completely about, about her own like <laughs> drama and celebrity feuding. Well, okay. Yeah, now I'm starting to get into yeah, it. But, okay. Anyway. So many I'm, things I'm, to say. I would love uh, to talk about it. <laughs> well, time. when you finish watching okay, yeah. when I get through this. We'll have part two of this fall. conversation. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, today's episode. Yes, tell me about it. Okay, so Christina Cohn is a lead singer of this band, Francis Cohn. Which oh. is named after men in her family. I think like her father and grandfather or her grandfather and great grandfather are named Francis. Her name is Christina. She reached out to me over email like a year and a half ago or something when I first started at Billboard and we've been corresponding back and forth but never actually met. The band came in right before they were going to play our Hot 100 Festival and 
I snagged some time with her. Unfortunately, you weren't there. I know. But Christina and I had already this rapport that had been building up for a while. So it was nice to chill with her. And she's so fucking funny. It was a really loose, like, slightly goofy. (laughs) But also we got into some real shit conversation because she comes from a very religious background, um, which she's kind of disassociated herself from. And she's very politically outspoken. Nice. Yeah. It was very interesting. Um, anyway, yeah, so I think you'll enjoy this. Dara, I think you'll also enjoy Yay. listening to this conversation. And uh, more VMA talk to, <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> Ongoing. Ongoing, as always. Um, okay, so here you go, guys. Christina Cohn from Francis Cohn. Yes. Okay, we're rolling, by the way. Oh, nice. So it's already happening. Awake. Uh, I saw my mother this weekend. I'm not a person that, too. that tans very easily. I mean, I'm not a dark-skinned person. Okay, we all... I'm aware, are aware of the fact that I'm Jewish and I'm fair-skinned. But when I go to the beach, like, I can get a little sun on me. So I was at the beach for a week, and then I saw my mother this weekend, and one of the first things she says to me is, where's your tan? Oh, God. And I was just like, really? Like, why does it occur to you to immediately... Criticize what you yeah, look criticize. like. Yeah, criticize. Yeah. My mom would have done the opposite. She would have been like, why are you tan? Oh, right. Don't you know? Well, if she had noticed the tan or a sunburn, then she would have been like, did you use sunscreen? (laughs) Mom, I'm in my 30s, so whether I did or didn't, I'm not going to discuss that with you. (laughs) These conversations need to go. I know. My mom and I had a whole, like, hour-long conversation on the definition of unsolicited advice. (laughs) And? She was like... What's the consensus? Well, she just, she forgets. She just will, she'll do it again the next day, so it was pointless. Oh, like she gave you some unsolicited advice. I, my my advice was if you have to preface something with, this is unsolicited advice, but, uh, yeah. then like maybe don't say that thing. Right. Or like, I know you're not asking me, but. Yeah, but yeah. don't, so don't do it. Yeah, there are a lot of versions of that. And she was like, well, I'm just telling you how I feel, and you can choose to take it or not. And I was like, no, that's still a thing I can ask. That's like still in the advice portion of me asking you right you know like yeah. bringing it up and then you can tell me stuff and then I can take it or leave it they're so annoying does it turn you into the 16 year old version of yourself yes that I'm just an wants asshole. To rage? me too and I hate it you know what I did when my mom said that about my nice. tan like 10 <laughs> minutes later I was like mom come over here I like pulled her into the bathroom and I like lifted up my shirt to show her the tan line I had gotten <laughs> Because I had to prove her wrong. And then I immediately felt ashamed of myself. Mm. Like, I have to let these things go. I know. Yeah. It's so hard, though. I know. She At the end of that conversation, she was like, this is, I can't believe I'm saying this, but she was like, I'm so sad that, um, I'm not even sad. Sad wasn't the word. I don't know what the word was. But she was like, I just, I regret that I won't be alive to see how you deal with your adult children. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, Wow. I was like, am I so horrible that you want me to watch me later experience this? There because... are so many levels to that. I know. Well, First of all, one, why she's did... not planning to be around. Right. Either <laughs> she thinks she's going to meet an early demise or she thinks that you're going to be so later into your life having children. I think if... she thinks both of those things. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about those things? Um, I think I'll have kids. What late. is your birthing plan? That's really My what birthing... this podcast is about. <laughs> I've been waiting to be asked have this them? How many do you want to have? Are we going to do a doula? I want Are we one. Home birth, hospital. I want one in my late 30s. Okay. And I hope that he or she has a, a minor speech impediment. 
Like I, what kind? Well, I want to tell you what I, I want to name it the same name, boy or girl. I'll t- I can't tell you right now, but I'll tell you it I want later. you to tell me, but I also, I think you should never say them out loud. Well, I tell, I tell it. people all the time. Really? But, but, but like friends who already have kids and are. Okay, that's safe. Know. Um, yeah. but I want, because of the R in the name and it's a really short name, I just like can't get over wanting my future child to have a speech impediment just for a is little while. Is and it then Rory? No, I can't say okay. that myself. <laughs> Rory. Say, that's actually cruel. I can't say Rory. That sounds like. What if you, oh my God, I've never thought about that. People who name their kids. That's tough. Rory. Rory. It makes everyone feel like they have a speech impediment. Yeah. By the way, not that there's anything wrong with having a speech impediment. No, I mean, I'm aiming for it. (laughs) Yeah, you're gunning for it. If I have a gay child with a speech impediment, I'll be winning. (laughs) I'm really. Is that okay to say? I hope that your mom's around to see that, I have to say. Me too. I hope she's wrong. To see you fighting with that my child. adult child, yeah. Um, Christina, welcome to Soul Sisters. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's the best intro we've ever had to the show. Um, you and I are old email buddies. Yeah, we've been exchanging little notes back and forth over the internet. That's right. Yeah. What did you tweet? How did this start? You got my email. I don't remember. I, I, I should have looked this up before maybe we tweeted started. at you. Yeah. I don't tweet at anyone, though, so that's a funny thing for me to do. But, you know, that's how no. my co-host, who couldn't be here today, Dara, that's how she and I met, was on Twitter. On Twitter. That's the only other Twitter friend I have. So it's good that Can you're not me? both here, because that would have been awkward to have this conversation <laughs> in front of her. Yeah, I feel pretty jealous of her. No, you're, you've replaced her now. It's, it's official. Um, She's not here. This is what happens when she misses a day. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And... I embarrassingly kept calling you Francis in the emails that I kept sending you. That's not embarrassing. I, well, my email is sent. It like has from Francis Kong. Yes. Like, I'm generally capable of understanding that someone's name is not necessarily the same as their band name, yeah, even though yours, like, lends itself to confusion along those lines. Yeah. But also, yes, the email said Francis Cone yeah. in my inbox. I don't blame anyone for that. I'm shocked if someone calls me Christine. Yeah. I think, Wow. That's a researcher. <laughs> okay, well, here what we is are. this person, a, a scientist? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, I'm going to listen to me saying that later and think, oh, she thinks she's being funny. <laughs> you are being funny. But I don't, I don't, don't I think I'm going to hate it. No, no, no. Don't judge your own level of comedy while we're recording this podcast. This is Hold it until later. Okay. If I laugh, it's funny because I'm a bad fake laugher. But I'll be like, oh, she's full of herself. She's saying that because she thinks it'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. This is a, should we talk about this? <laughs> what what is this insecurity? Um, I think it's because my brother is really good at interviews. Okay, and, I'm, and I I don't think I'm as good at them, and so I get in my head. Yeah, I think this is fascinating that performers can feel awkward about public speaking. I know in my head that they're different things, mm. but it but to me, who doesn't enjoy or is not great at doing either, I feel like if you can do one, you, you're probably better at the other than you think. Like this is this is okay. Okay, I've done some um, videos. I'm holding the mic really weird. Um, you know when now like really everybody was doing a pledge music thing uh-huh. like that. I mean, they're still great. That's still great company. People still do them, but we did one once, and there were like ten people around, and um, or maybe more. And they were filming, and it was like we were trying to make it really professional because they told us to, and and he was like, okay go and I was like 
I literally couldn't say a word. Like, I couldn't make myself talk. I couldn't be like, hi, we're Francis Cohn. Welcome yeah. to our Pledge Music. We're trying to make an album. Like, whatever. I could, I could, I couldn't do anything. Do you have, has that been a lifelong problem of, what is that, stage fright? What is that? I don't know. Do you get stage fright with singing? I eat, I eat a banana and it makes me not so nervous. Really? <laughs> Wait, is this like a known trick? Well, I did it because when I get nervous, I swallow a lot. Okay. And um, I thought, oh, I should swallow something besides air because then oh. if I just swallow air, then I burp the whole show. Right. And so, like I'm doing it right now, but it doesn't matter. I feel like I'm going to burp now here. You talk about it again. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's really bad (laughs) to get in any slightly compulsive person's brain that this is a thing that you could possibly do for your body when you're nervous. It's bad. Anyway, so I (laughs) write like triggering all of my personal anxieties. I know. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But where where are the bananas? It's okay. Wait. Huh? We can go get you some bananas. Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> See, mine is like a shallow breathing thing. Like, I'll start doing shallower breathing, and then I'll realize I'm doing it, and then I constrict even more, so then it gets even shallower. And the only trick for me to get out of that is to walk, because it makes my body mm. take my breathing back over. Oh, that's nice. But I can't do that right now, so. You figured it just out, work though. through it together. Yeah, we'll be okay. I'll swallow. Okay. <laughs> You'll be like, <laughs> Those are funny, <laughs> funny sounds. Yeah. For, what's the name of that disorder for people who are like really triggered by certain sounds? Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But especially. Yeah, that. Those sounds. Yeah. And people get like, my ex-boyfriend has it. Really? Yeah. Is that weird? But is it that, okay, now tell me if I'm misremembering it, but is it that it turns people on or they're disgusted mm-hmm. by it? It turns them on. I think that it's a combo of both maybe. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Just really gets them. So we might be triggering people right now. <laughs> you have it for swallowing I'm and shallow breathing. I'm gonna stop doing it. I just heard it. I'm gonna stop doing it. All oh. right, let's change subjects. Okay. Wait, did I say anything of... I need to com- explain? Oh, like I really, I really love my mom. Stage fright. Uh huh. Oh, okay, you want to go all the way back? <laughs> no. This is gonna be like I love concentric circles of a conversation. Um. Yeah, we love our mothers. Yeah. We can criticize them and love them at the same time. Yeah, it's okay. Lord knows they do that about us. So. Yeah, she definitely loves me. Yeah. And definitely so, criticize so much <laughs> <laughs> that she cannot sit idly by. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> While I ruin my life. Uh, are you um, ruining your life? No, I know. I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it. I think I'll, I'll be okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my brother's good at interviews. That's oh, where right. we were. And then, and then we were at stage right. Yes, which you don't have except for the swallowing thing. Except for the swallowing and then a banana is okay. And, and, and then you're okay. good to go. Yeah. Okay. Banana and, like, if I'm really going for it. Not if I'm really going for it. Who am I? That's a lie. I'll have, like, two glasses of wine. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Original rock and roller here. Mm-hmm. And then I take my white wine to the stage and I set it down. And then I never touch it again. Really? During the show. It's weird. I don't know why I take it there. But it makes you feel better to have it there. Like, if I if something bad happens, I'll just chug it down. Yeah. I don't know. Get that edge off real <laughs> yeah. quick. Except it doesn't work that fast. No, it's wine. It's white wine. Like five minutes later, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. relax <laughs> At the end, like when I'm off stage. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, let's talk about music stuff. Mm. You have a new single out today? Is that right? We do. That's cool. It's really pretty. I like it. Thanks. Congrats. It's nice. You let NPR <laughs> premiere it, so I'm like a little bitter about that. Because I, like, I got to premiere I like your last them. one. I know. That was fun. But then, like, what do I do now? 
What do you mean? After Billboard and NPR? Yeah. You peaked? Maybe. Should I quit? Yeah. Mic's up. <laughs> See you guys. Um, Wait, I want to talk I about this new like, single, though. Unraveling. Like, Pitchfork would never like me, so there's really nowhere else to go. And and where else would you want to go? I'm too, to go? like, I, I'm, Pitchfork is, I'm too nice. And, too nice. Oh. You know what I mean? They like, like, edgy stuff and people. Yeah. There is definitely an earnestness to your music. That they Not like. in a bad way. Like, I I feel like I'm very sensitive to overly earnest stuff. Me too. Yeah. But yours is just, I'm like, on the relatable line. <laughs> earnestness. Yeah. I'm definitely on the line. A straddle. Yeah. Well, there's definitely a lot of emotions in your music. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, like, little things that would send it over the edge that I had to control. Yeah? Like what? Lyrically? It used to be acoustic guitar. <laughs> I was like, that's never going to. Yeah. Okay. So, but there's a little bit of acoustic in our new song. That's true. Um, your sound has definitely evolved. Like yes. from the first album, even from the first album to the EP, I mm-hmm. can hear it. I feel like the EP was almost closer to what you are now. Mm-hmm. And that was only, well, I don't know what the difference was in time between when you recorded those two things. They only came out a year apart, right? Yeah, I think it was about a year. Yeah. So what changed to make that sound, make that jump? Well, I think the first, <laughs> I think the first album was just me trying my fucking best. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I can write some songs. I don't, I don't know what to do with them. Uh-huh. Um, and I saw Lucius when it was just the girls mm. and Danny Millard at the cake shop okay and the i mean they were like not they were like a semblance of lucius but they were like i think they both had on like winter beanies and like danny was standing up playing drums such as three of them and i looked at danny and i was like if that guy makes songs with other people then i hope that it's me <laughs> so i emailed him and um he was like yeah i produce records and so then i would just take him like mostly finished songs but like Whoa. Skeleton songs and we would we made that whole thing together. I'm really proud That's of it. That's amazing. Yeah. He agreed to do it on the basis of what? <laughs> I have no idea. You guys just like vibe? <laughs> maybe something? he didn't maybe he was broke. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, I don't I think it was, was more than that. <laughs> I think I got him to see me live because I hadn't Okay. Didn't have anything recorded. So I got him to come to a show. So you were just like, like okay. a New York artist, like Gigging around out in the wild, could. yeah. Trying to like were you get Brooklyn? Rockwood to email me back. Um, Where were you living? Brooklyn. What kind of New York artist were you? Okay, Brooklyn, Williamsburg, but like the Montrose stop. Um, <laughs> Do you want to explain when, to people listening who aren't from here oh, why you felt like you needed to say the Montrose because stop? Because <laughs> Bedford, for the I mean, I've lived here for eleven years, but okay, Bedford, even eleven years ago was like. I like what an asshole. I would feel like if yeah. I moved here and I like because it's too fancy. It is very fancy. Um, the mantra stop when I moved there eleven years ago had one coffee shop called the Cyber Cafe and it didn't have the internet. Oh, and there you go. It was painted purple and I was the only one who ever went there just on hopes that that day they might have it. The look on Kate's face. Kate, who is still in college, by the way, when you said didn't have internet, was like she had never heard that phrase before. Your face just contorted. No, 
it's like more it was like amazing. A cyber cafe is supposed to have internet. Yeah. And then this oh, one that's doesn't the thing. have okay. internet. Like yeah. that's what blew my mind. And there, I didn't have a smartphone. I had a flip phone and a huge laptop that was way too heavy to carry around. Uh huh. Yeah. And I went. Do you know? Do you remember that bar on? Do you? Where do you live? I live in Bushwick. Oh. Do you know the bar on Bedford that used to have two for one Yinglings and the internet? And it's not there anymore. It's like definitely not there anymore. I don't even know I don't what it's called. I don't know. But I would go in there even though I don't really like Yinglings. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Cleaning it up too and look for apartments. <laughs> That's By what myself. we did in those early days in Brooklyn. Yeah. You go to where those drink specials are. Yep. And you lug all your heavy technology around. And you think, what did I do? Yeah. My where, mom was right. Yeah, wait, where where did you grow up? In South Carolina. Oh, okay. So you came from there to here? Mm-hmm. No stops in between? No stops. Did it, you come for school or? Came right after music? school. Right after school. For to music. make it as a musician. God, I don't even know. I mean, I don't think I thought about it. I think it was like after middle school, you go to high school, and then you go to college, and then and then you, you go to New go York. To New York. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, that's what I did too. I'm from Ohio, and it was the same. Yeah. So you just kind of always wanted to go to New York. I guess. Had you I got been? here, and I was like, I what's happening? Why am I yeah. here? <laughs> Had you come when you were a kid to visit? We came for my brother's um, graduation from high school, and then we came again for mine. Okay, like a family trip to celebrate. The family kind of trip, and we did. We saw five Broadway shows both times, Whoa. and they were both, uh, I mean, all of them were because we sat in line at six in the morning for the t- for those the cheap tickets. tickets. Yeah. And then we saw a bunch of shows and sat on the front row where you, you know how they're like right up front, you like, can't really see. Yeah, I have too much anxiety to sit in that front row because mm. I'm like, what if I have a coughing fit? I will ruin the show. I'll stop it. I always and think I'll hate say me. something. It's like a weird fear of Tourette's that I don't have. I think I'll be like, like you'll excuse respond. me. Oh. <laughs> well, I have been to the theater with people who will react vocally to something that happens on stage. Like, oh, my God. Or like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, you know, this is not real, right? <laughs> like, you can't believe it. It's a story that someone wrote yeah. that they're acting out on stage. <laughs> you can believe like, it. <laughs> anything could happen. Someone wrote it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, so you knew the city from that tourist point of view. Yes. Yes. Like all the town. bright lights, mm-hmm. big city kind of stuff. And then you showed up. Did you know anybody? Like, were you crashing with anybody when you moved here? I stayed with my friend Liz, whose roommate had a padlock on her bedroom door where the internet was <laughs> wait what she like had a big um 
desktop, uh-huh. I guess. This sounds like it was, like, 1983. <laughs> but she had, like, a lock on her door, and no one was allowed to use the internet. So I had to go out into the world, and we were Because it was her computer. Pants. Yeah. I remember those days. Yeah. 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 Tough I think times. I moved to New York with a laptop that couldn't get internet. Like, sometimes mm. your computers just got old, yeah. and they couldn't do they it stopped anymore. doing it. Yeah. So we'd all have to use, like, the one roommate's computer yeah. that could do it. Yeah. Okay, so you're in Washington Heights. We're really old. We're old, guys. <laughs> um, we were in Washington Heights, and there wasn't, like, I didn't have anywhere to go around there, so I just ended up in Williamsburg one day. I went to that restaurant, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, the Thai place? I'll live here. Yeah. <laughs> this seems fine. Wait, that's so fun. I remember when I first moved to Brooklyn, I lived in Park Slope, and I had some friends that lived in Williamsburg, and when we went to visit them, we would only ever go to see because... They said I don't even I don't know if it's true, but they said it was the restaurant that was in Garden State. Yes, that's why I went there first too. So it was like the only thing that was cool on Williamsburg because, because it Garden was still like State. industrial and weird then. But it was like oh the Garden State restaurant. Okay, that I went there so during funny. the day and it was like really beautiful and earthy and there's like a fountain in the middle. And yeah. my parents came to visit and I took them for dinner thinking that's what it was at night. No, it is like at night. It's like mm-ms, mm-ms, yeah, it's a scene. Mm-ms, mm-ms. <laughs> And, like, tight dresses and loud music. And my parents were like, oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. They don't talk like that. They are very Southern, but. Do they have accents? Oh, I don't. I can't hear them, but they apparently they have really strong accents. Did you have one? I have one sometimes. Okay. So, Did you intentionally lose it? No. No. It, it just got lost? It just got lost. After living here for a while? Yeah. I mean, I think I could. Like, when my, my brother doesn't have one either. And when we get together, we like to have them for fun. Okay. But otherwise, no. What about when you're drunk? When I'm drunk, I have one. Yeah. Or there are certain words that I can't correctly say. Like, can you think of one? I'm trying to think of, like, drawer. Is that one of those weird? I still say, like, cut the light out and oh, put like it up idioms. It for, like, a way. Yeah. I taught a bunch of little kids to play the piano in Brooklyn, and it took them years to tell me they didn't know what I meant when I said put it up. That's so cute. They were like, you know, it's, we don't actually put it up, right? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I can't believe you just told me that. Wait, so you were teaching while you were Mm -hmm. playing. Mm -hmm. Are you still teaching? I'm not. um, What's the day job status? I don't have one. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's terrifying. When were you able to stop with that? In June. Really? <laughs> yeah. Congrats. That's I feel like I'll probably have to get another one. No, you, I don't wait, think Wait, had you stopped at any point and then resumed? I mean, every time we went on tour, I stopped. Yeah, okay, okay. Like, I would stop during the summers. So, so And my day job teaching... was, like, from, like, 2 to 4. So okay. it's not like I, like, went to an office. My day job was very manageable. It was as a music teacher? Like, at my house. Oh, that's I made awesome. up a class for these little girls. There are seven little girls that came to my house on Mondays. Um, How old? Eight to ten. Okay. But they started, like, a long time ago, so they were, like, five when they started. Okay. Um, and I would teach them a song, like, like for instance, I would teach them Jolene. And then we talked about how women see women and competition and Eight to ten year olds have a lot of good stuff to say oh, about yeah. competition and what they think an ideal woman is, and whoa. Um, so then they would go and do art, and while they did art, 
which was always like topical like they would like draw Jolene or you know or paint her or whatever and then I would teach little tiny piano lessons to the other kids while they did their art it that's was amazing two and a half hours and I <laughs> love it what lessons did you learn from them like talking about how they see women just that it starts so young uh, I mean I knew that like I remember feeling competitive in the second grade with Mm-hmm. This little girl, Cecilia. I was like, oh, she's so pretty. I want to be like her. <laughs> Were you guys friends? You and Cecilia? Um, no, I became friends with her best friend. I don't know. That's okay. weird. Um, <laughs> Elementary school politics. Kids, kids are weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, so would you try to correct what, what you were hearing back yes. from these girls? I did a lot of trying to correct in the moment in front of a group. Yeah. Like we all need to have each other's backs kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah, I they, mean that was like my you, main. They thing. received that information, like they could think process so. that. Yeah, that's amazing. I think so. We did like, we would like stand in a circle at the end, and you'd say something kind to the person to your right. Uh huh. <laughs> in the last, very last class, I was like, okay, let's like say something kind about the person to our right, and then I can't. This is not interesting at all. Um, and then tell her um one piece of encouragement, and so then it started out like normal and then it got to the fourth little girl and she was like okay so blah 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 is really pretty and funny and then if I have any advice for her I would say and I know she goes if I have any constructive criticism and I was like no 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 that's not what wow. we're doing here um so I didn't have that in the butt. anyway <laughs> I mean you're basically working against what the rest of society is telling them so yeah that's no small job for one person yeah I tried yeah. Well, let's talk about your Southern feminism. <laughs> Does that come from your mom? No. No? Um, they'll never listen to this. Um, no, I'm a Southern Baptist preacher's daughter. Wow. Go um, on. And so I think that was partly why I really like the class, though, because I feel so strongly about a lot of the things that I learned, but sans Jesus. But I like, like, we were taught yeah. to be so kind and all those things, and mm-hmm. and I like like weekly rituals still and like I I really love it and we didn't have like a it wasn't a negative experience yeah like um I don't believe it anymore and I and I feel sad when people do <laughs> so I mean yeah. but like I I you mean I don't like know. people who are like strict to biblical stories, like that just kind of like stuff? the one hundred percent. This is right, absolutely the truth. And, yeah. But then on the other hand, like I'm, I want my seventy-one-year-old mother to believe in heaven because it gives her a lot of hope, and so yeah. I don't want to argue that with her. Right. But I also like personally can't believe it. Like, yeah. I want to. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. I want to, like, go live somewhere awesome forever. It also sounds really overwhelming to live forever, but. Um, <laughs> I know. You know, it's so it's such a nice idea, and I, I want to have that for her. So that's the one thing, yeah. like, we definitely don't ever. I mean, we can argue religion and choices and stuff, but I'm never like, Mom, you know, heaven is fucking made up. <laughs> right. Well, that's my thing about it. It's like anything that sounds so perfect, then it's like, well, course that's what we all want to believe yeah but like it's probably too good to be true so comforting i, I yeah. mean maybe they're somewhere who knows who knows who knows but the that's very... my final answer on everything yes. 
religion. Yeah, me Who too. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Who knows? I'm yeah. definitely not an atheist, but I definitely don't think that we know. Right. And and I want – I don't know. I'm, I'm currently having such a hard time with um, that culture because it um, seems so opposite politically um, than what, like, I believe – Jesus and who that guy was in the Bible and like so if you're into that guy then like you better get your ass out on the streets and march for social justice and Black Lives Matter and all the things you know right. and so that that like you must feel like that religion the parts of, of the religion that you enjoy is being hijacked yeah it's being hijacked right by the political right yeah yeah and by Fox News like yeah and it's such a cancer Fox News is such a cancer so I wanted to ask you, I I kind of had a feeling about your politics because your Twitter feed makes it pretty clear. I'm assuming that... I don't think I have any ideas, so I just retweet, retweet. I'm assuming... No, I'm the same. I'm the same. I mostly retweet. Yeah. I'm like, well, everyone else is saying it better than me. So much better. Like, yeah. who, that's not my talent. My right. brother has a good one. I'm like, in love with my brother on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're answering everything. I'm terrible at it. My brother's perfect He's at really it. Good at he makes movies, and he makes really good movies about how we grew up, and they're also Wait, very really? loving. Yeah. What, what kind um, of movies? I mean, what do you mean? Like, it, like narrative film? Mm-hmm. What is, oh. Is he He's a in, writer-director? Mm-hmm. Has um, he made anything that we might have seen or heard, or um, or where would we find them? His most popular one, I think, I don't know what he would say. He talked about Henry Gamble's birthday party in the New York Times last year, and that was um, so I think maybe that's the most popular one. Okay. And it, they're at good film festivals and stuff. And then he has a new one called Princess Sid. I should be his publicist. Yeah, you should. Um, Tell us about it. And it's going to be in the London Film Festival in like a month or so. That's amazing. Big deal. Yeah. And it's cool. a really great movie. And then they're all like very loving, um, but um, they're loving, but they're critical, lovingly critical movies of our childhood wow so all centered on a family um centered around religious people got it okay so sounds like your brother's working things out in his art do you feel like you're doing that in your songwriting Mm. like stuff specifically born out of your experience growing up in your family i think i feel like some of your songs could be read as a little autobiographical or themes anyway yeah they're also there i feel like i'm really bad at talking about my music yeah which is fine like if like you were like there's one song like okay well let me ask you about not you like you're doing a great job i'm gonna accept this challenge (laughs) no 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 i could be better okay leave without you you said it was about the possibility of leaving new york when i talked to you about it yeah you didn't leave New York. Well, sort of. Our van's currently packed. Isn't that crazy? Packed? Like, We're... about to move? Yeah. We moved. You sort did? Of. This is so funny because when was that? When did that song come out? Like, in March? And yeah. And you were like, we haven't decided. I don't want to say that it's that we left New York, but we don't know what's going on. We did it. You did it. We were sort of, so we were going on tour for a month. Uh-huh. It was a great tour. It was like can't turn it down (laughs) like one of the first tours that I didn't have to plan myself (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I was gonna have this is this is boring basically our landlord like raised our rent to like $3,400 a month so we were like we can't live in New York and tour 
my boyfriend and I, Andy, who is the guitar slash bass player in the band. Got it. Okay. He's very nice. Is he? Yeah. Nicer like than your him. brother. Sorry, that's gross. That's a weird question. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Well, that's a whole other thing we get into. Um, oh. I mean, no. I was just. It's so fun. I was. I was with Andy for so long. We were together twenty four seven in this band. Uh-huh. We travel. We live together. All the stuff. Um, and then I left like a week ago. I haven't. This isn't a thought I've really thought through. So it might. Yes, we're working it out here. We're working it out. I left like a week ago, and it was like, ooh. I don't, you know, when you're with someone so much, you have to rediscover your personality. Yeah. And, and, but I didn't really have to because I went right home and I was with my brother. Okay. Who was the only other person that I behave like, I'm like so silly and, you know, just like total 100% comfort in somebody that gets you and like believes the same things as you and uh-huh. treats people or you has like the same goals to treat people the way you want to treat people, you know? So like, yeah. I'm so comfortable. So I didn't have to make the transition, but he did. He when I when I saw him again a week later, he was like, "Yeah, I had like kind of a hard time." I was like, "It's like I had to like re-figure out who I was for a second, which is yeah, a funny thing to do." Does that did that make you want to approach your relationship a little differently? Were you like, "Oh, that's I should probably keep a keep sense of moving. myself." Yeah. Well, I don't throughout. think it's a total sense of a loss of yourself. I think it's like you just move through the world more comfortably. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Oof. That makes sense. So, you guys were living together. Do I sound like a 1950s housewife who has no identity? No. That's real. I don't think that that is what I mean. No, that's not what, that's not what you mean. I mean, look, a lot of it is just like, it's just, I think it's more about like habit and behavior. And mm-hmm. it's not identity, but it's just like the way that you're used. Yeah, because... There is a difference between moving through the world where you're the only person that you have to worry about. Yeah. And everything you're doing is for yourself. You're going to this movie for you. You're going out to dinner with these people because they're your friends or whatever. Yeah. When that's not your life because you're in a serious relationship with someone that you live with, your life looks different than that. Looks different. Yeah. And so your behaviors are going to be shaped around that. I mean, that's just how it works. Yes. (laughs) That's how human beings work. And we do that as a band, too. Like, yeah. it's not just the two of us. Like, we'll, like, if we have a really far distance to drive, mm-hmm. after, like, two days, we'll get out and, like, have to talk to the band we're opening for or talk to the people at the venue. And we're just all, like, yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. Like, all, all of our inside jokes that we think are funny to everyone else, we're like, oh, no, shit. Like, I went through this thing on tour where I would look in the mirror and just be like, <sighs> I'm so pretty today, which is like <laughs> definitely not a thing I was thinking. It was because I looked so horrible. Then I would just be like, "Oh, I'm so pretty," and I would be like, oh, "Yeah, Christina, you're so pretty, so pretty today." <laughs> and then I like got to a venue once, and I was like, "Guys, I'm so pretty today." And I was like, "Oh no, they think it's real." Did you correct? Did well, you I tried. I think I might. I think I might have let it ride. I don't really remember. <laughs> I just remember thinking, like, God, they were just such an asshole. We should all say that about ourselves. Yeah, and then I thought, that is a nice thing to say to yourself. It is. <laughs> In the car mirror that yeah. shows, like, this much of your face. I think it's like they say if you, like, if you make yourself smile, you'll feel happier. So it's like if you tell yourself you look pretty, you'll feel pretty. While smiling. Don't while smiling. Me. Yeah, <laughs> Trick your brain. You feel happy and pretty. Um, 
Okay, I think we have to wrap up soon, which is no. sad. Because I want to do this for a long time. <sighs> Me too. So I need to make sure we talk about things we need to talk about, which is like, when the hell is your album coming out? Because oh, all these like, songs. Where are you from? Me? Stuff like that. <laughs> nah. that very that's when we have that drink that we said yeah. we were going to have for the last oh, year. Oh, Ohio. You said that already. Yeah, Ohio, it. and then you came here. Yeah. Okay. When's your album coming out? Don't dodge the question. Well, I'd like to further dodge it. Okay. No. Is it um, still inside of this year? I think okay. so. I hope so. So okay. what happened was we recorded all this music in Nashville, and uh-huh. then um, we put... Wait, where did you move to? We're, we uh, we haven't been there yet. So we moved out of our apartment. We're moving to Nashville. Okay. You can Everyone's have a, moving to Nashville. Well, because you can tour so easy from there. You can't live here and tour. We bought a tour van. Where where will it go? Yeah. Are you from Nashville? No, I want to move to Nashville. Oh, you should. Like, it's the, the place to the be. That I want to go to. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, go. Come on. I'll go with you guys. Also, yeah, we have it's a fifteen passenger van, so bring perfect. fourteen <laughs> of your closest friends. Let's go. <laughs> no, just kidding. It has our sofa in it, but we do have Wait, three seats. Christina, when are we gonna hang out? Oh my god, this is stressful. When are you well, moving? You're already gone, basically. Uh, on That's Sunday. That's what your eyes are telling me. On, we, so we have a sofa <laughs> in our van and, like, clothes for a few months because we're going to go and live in a funny little apartment where there's a pool because I think that sounds fun. In Nashville? Mm-hmm, while we look for a house. Are you leaving from the Hot 100 Festival? Yes. Did you just say you're leaving on Sunday? <laughs> we're leaving right after we play and we're driving through wow. the night because we want to see the eclipse. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it goes through Nashville. That's amazing. So Andy's going to take an Adderall, and I'm going to sleep. Yeah, good plan. Because that was – I don't care about it that much. Honestly, I think it sounds like a scary movie. The Eclipse? Yeah, it doesn't sound scary. Plus, you have to have those special glasses. Like, no one's going to be prepared to actually look at this thing. No, everyone's going to be blind on August 22nd. Yeah. Like, ophthalmologists are going to have a big field day the day after that. I hope they're clearing their schedules. (laughs) (laughs) Can't really fix blindness, but I don't know. Maybe, Maybe we can. The government um, probably knows how at this point. Yeah, probably, but they aren't going to tell They're not tell telling us. <laughs> <laughs> Your album might oh. come out this year. Okay, You're so going to be back in Nashville where you make all the magic happen. So, yeah. So, signs are pointing to. So, we put Arizona out, and then it just did really well. It and did. we didn't know what to do. We were like, oh, well, maybe someone else will want to put the album out, and we won't do it by ourselves. Oh, yeah. And so, that's a really long process, it turns out. Yeah. But I think it's almost done. Okay. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Knock on Formica. <laughs> literally no wood in this rug. room. <laughs> um, paper? Paper probably works. I got you. Okay. Books. Um, I don't know. It feels like it might work out soon. Okay. We did a tiny desk. Oh, yeah. <gasps> I saw a picture of that. Yeah. It's not nice. I hope that we did good. We haven't seen it. But um, um, you my... guys are awesome live. I'm sure it was amazing. I think it felt like. Um, jumping, diving off a diving board. I don't remember really? any of it. I was just like, but you blacked out. I could see Bob Boylan and like, to the corner of my eye with a hat awesome. on and a yellow shirt. And he hung out with us all day. He like came downstairs. We thought we were gonna. He was just gonna send down like a rolly cart with an intern or something. Yeah. Nope. He showed up himself, pushed all our stuff around, loaded up the car with That's us. That's amazing. He's so nice. That's great. It was, it was really fun. Um. Anyway, I think that I think that someone else will release it. Okay. Does it have the same title that you were playing? Yeah, on? because it just like becomes more relevant. Late riser. Yeah, it's like the later and later it gets. <laughs> That's so true. It's like as soon the- it's gonna be like a zombie <laughs> is the yeah. cover art. 
<laughs> I was like, rising after you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Cock's just ticking away. Perfect. Well, I mean, you keep putting out these amazing singles, and with That's streaming, nice. it's like, I want an album because I want more music. But in the meantime, it's not like I don't have. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Um, Could you guys hear that? She whispered it, but we're going to turn the audio <laughs> up so you definitely hear that. Um, All right. Well, I love well, this tea. I mean. Good job, Kate. Yay. Um, I hope you enjoy your move to Nashville. I hope you have fun down there. Thanks. If you get re-religious, um, Cece Winans was on this podcast telling us about her church that she leads down there with her husband. You know, the gospel singer from the Winans yeah. family? Yeah. Oh, I know Cece Winans. <laughs> Our new drummer, we have new drummer Aaron Hamill. He's uh-huh. so wonderful, and he grew up like me. So we, I've never had anyone in the band like that. Okay. So we just can nerd out about... Um, like christian contemporary like there's this guy named carmen i don't know if any of you grew up like this you did not um (laughs) who was like basically like a performance artist who played a grand piano and sang christian songs and just like out of the blue on tour last time aaron was like do you remember carmen and i was like oh my god i don't know (laughs) thought about carmen and so long anyway i know cc winans i really want to check out her church i love i i mean i still sometimes will go and be like oh Either this is why I don't go anymore or yeah, right. <laughs> I miss it so much. I feel so much kinder when I leave. But I feel yeah. that kind when I leave yoga too. Oh, there you go. So if you don't want your Jesus on a given morning, you can always yeah. go for a little downward dog. I really want a very liberal church, but they're really hard to find. They are. Because there's the I whole sin part. I think you can find one in Nashville now. Maybe. It's People like you were moving here, there. Though. So yeah, I know. It's true. And it's New York. Yeah, because we just, it's like all or nothing. Yeah, it's either Jesus died for your sins and then he was brought back to life and believe, and I, and there's like the guilt part. I just can't, can't do it. Yeah. But I'm into like, let's treat each other so kindly and all of that's so nice. We need that right now. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing to keep your soul okay? I don't, I guess I'm trying to ask like, what's your self care these days with all of this? crazy shit that's happening in our country do you ever listen to on being with krista oh the yeah the podcast Mm -hmm. that really helps me out kind of feels like church yeah um okay christina's gonna end our podcast by plugging another podcast so i just (laughs) (laughs) um and then i get my i do i do get my anger out also with pots of america yeah yeah i do yeah (laughs) um those boys those are great I mean, I think that's what it, – it is very cathartic just to hear other people talking about it and to be yeah. like, yeah, that's how I feel, but you're saying yeah. it more eloquently yeah. than me. You're, like, retweet thing. slightly more informed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, or exponentially more informed depending yeah. on who you're listening to. But Yeah, and then, like, the next time you try to have that conversation with somebody, you're going to, like, poorly paraphrase them but still yeah. feel a little bit smarter yeah. for it. Yeah. You're, like, my most clever friend at a bar, and I don't have to talk back. Exactly. Yeah. It's nice. Maybe people feel like that after listening to you on this podcast. Oh, I don't think that they will. I don't know. <laughs> Let's read the comments. Guys, let us know what you thought. That's nice. Do you think I said it? I've said that's nice a lot. My friend Sarah says she's British. She's always like, hey, that's nice. So now I've, I say it, but it doesn't sound quite. You got to say it with your hey, South Carolina That's accent. nice. <laughs> yes. That was a horrible. Um, that sounded nice to me. Okay. All right. You that's... feel okay about this? To you? I feel great about it. Okay. Time flew. I think that's the best sign. 
Okay, I'm only a little bit wondering if I sounded like my identity is trapped up in my boyfriend. <laughs> I think we clarified that. We did. Yeah, we clarified it. I think I clarified it for you. Yeah. So now your identity is wrapped up in me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, it is. I'm proud of that. I'm, I feel good about that. I feel good about okay. it, too. We, I think we did good. I did, too. I had a nice time. Yeah, girl. It's nice to see your face. You, too. To the right one Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.